This is the Light Goddess Podcast, and I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. If you are here, it means that you are a divine feminine entrepreneur, and come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the Goddess Astrologer and Life Coach. This episode is called Dealing with Stress Spiritually. We are going to get into this episode. This episode has a lot of how-to, a lot of step-by-step in it. It's going to be a great episode to refer back to over this year um, with what we have up for us and also the amazing magic in the world. So this episode will be a powerful one today and we're going to get into get into it. First, I want to let you know that I coach spiritual female preneurs on divine feminine financial healing. And I do that either working with you in your chart and astrological consultation or in light goddess, which is my one to one coaching program where we work together. I use astrological life coaching to help you overcome distorted money beliefs and patterns, um, financial wounds and traumas so that you can restore your innate self worth so you can run your business on divine feminine intuition and bring your light into this world so powerfully. If you would like to book an astrology consultation with me, you can do that by clicking the green button at the top of the page at lifecoachjude.com or you can click one of the other buttons to get into a goddess call inquiring about light goddess and you will get a massive transformation in that call so don't put it off if you've been considering it this is a time where we do need to use our support we do need to connect with others and I don't go without coaching and myself and um, we need to have um, the support to help each other rise through these times and to live in the beauty and the truth and the magic but also there's always a shadow in the light so We could be at the lower octave or we could be at the higher octave. Um, And I know that's tough sometimes, but um, you, you get spiritually and spiritually and spiritually stronger as you do this work. So let's get into this episode. We're going to talk kind of about that vibe today um, that you do get spiritually stronger doing this work and that it gets better and better and better, and what you experience the challenges are so that you can have that knowledge of how to move through that, how to help others through that, and it's important knowledge that you will need later. An important part of financial healing is learning that when you are on your way to your desired revenue and don't have a lot of money for everything at the moment, there is an in-between to manage. Decreasing your restriction because restriction makes it harder to reprogram your beliefs in abundance and money flowing in for you consistently and money not being a problem. So decreasing restriction. So because when you have so much restriction, then it's kind of hard to program your beliefs into abundance and really believe that that's true for you and it's going to change and things are going to shift, right? And then on the other end this of the in-between is spending money in a way that does not stress you out and have you running in your mind all of these scenarios and constantly thinking about it and to-do lists and what's the next thing and and just churning and staying in that place of really um, focused on that. And so it's this in-between, in-between not being so restricted that you just can't even believe in abundance and spending your money in a way 
that gets the things paid that needs paid, takes good care of you too, and, and provides for you things that you want and need and doesn't stress you out. So you're not just stressed like, oh my God, how am I, you know, are you going to be okay? Those types of thoughts. So this is a beautiful place to work with as you are increasing your revenue, consistent income and healing financially. The truth is that scarcity is a lie. It is a program. It is a learned experience and belief where you are right now in your money with Venus retrograde and Capricorn, the sign of wholeness and dignity. It's amplifying and pressurizing right now. Everything to do about money and wealth and and self-worth and how that's all related, right? And how that's all connected. And it's pressurizing that until well into February where we will have another, the third Venus-Pluto conjunction. The third one churning up the very hidden subconscious parts of yourself, but only for purification and growth and healing. So the reason this is happening is so profound and beneficial while it may be very hard going through it. So think about this for yourself. How can you consider not restricting yourself so much that you can't believe you get to have the good things in life? This Mars and Sagittarius hanging out with the South Node in the final degrees before the South Node moves into Scorpio next week is making for a feeling of things not working out. But this is an illusion and all of your subconscious beliefs that are below your conscious awareness may be giving false validation to this idea. So don't buy into it. I'll be doing an episode about reprogramming your subconscious beliefs in an upcoming episode. So look for that. And we're going to get deep into that. And this is a massive part of the work that we do in Light Goddess. And the reason is that we run most of our day, most of our life off whatever is in our subconscious. And if you have not reprogram that consciously and intentionally then you have all the programming from your first seven years of life all the money beliefs of the people around you probably talking about how hard it was how much they have to work to make it and how expensive everything is these are places to begin to look for yourself what else is in your subconscious is all of the past lives that you've been through um bowels of poverty and um sublimating self for someone in power you might have been the second right hand to somebody in power never created your own wealth and your own validation and approval you um may have been living in poverty and so there's so many things in our subconscious which is why it's it's amazing to go in there and consciously put into your subconscious what you want to live in your day-to-day life. What are your typical money sentences that you are speaking and thinking? This is really important. Start making a list of them so that you can face the truth of where you are in this moment in financial healing. So this is an exercise I really encourage, and uh, we do this in Light Goddess, that kind of having a running list of the sentences and the, and the sentences that you think and that you speak about money. Because we usually do it on autopilot. We usually do it without thinking. We usually do it in a response to somebody else or a response into how we're feeling, a feeling of insecurity or not enough or unworthy or not deserving. So um, those feelings will trigger those sentences as well. So keeping that running list helps you to begin to understand what's going on in the subconscious programming. Uh, This list is gold 
because it will allow you to begin to reprogram your subconscious beliefs and know where to be working. With subconscious beliefs, we are always working with the effects of the wind because the wind itself is invisible, which is the case for your subconscious programming. You can see the effects of it in your life, but not the programming itself. And this is why having a coach that can see those blind spots and help you navigate that is profound and decreases the time it takes for your financial healing. This week, see if you can really grow your consciousness around your money. So number one, what money sentences are you speaking and thinking? You know, I encourage you to make that running list and just keep adding to it. A note in your phone is great because you always got your phone, right? So just keep adding to that list as you notice them when you're in the grocery store, you're thinking a money thought, spending money. Whenever you're spending money all day long every week, that there's your money thoughts right there. Whenever you're with other people or around a lot of money or around impoverished areas, those will help you to find those money thoughts, those money sentences. Number two. Are you feeling fear or love when you spend money? Do you feel bad, stressed, anxious, worried, or, you know, all forms of fear, being at that fear frequency, fear vibration, below love on the scale of consciousness, right, on a frequency scale, or are you carefree, happy, free, creative, and playful when you're spending money? So you can gauge that every time you're spending money. And that will help you. And what you can do is actually breathe love into that situation, into your body, into your heart, and activate love within you at that moment. So start changing the frequency connected to your money. It's powerful. Number three, gauge if you can not restrict yourself too much with what you have to pay and so forth and buy things you need. And want while also spending in a way that that does not leave you feeling stressed and worried about what you have to pay. And see if you can think about what you buy and purchase in these terms as you're building your revenue to a place where you have consistent income and things are covered and all of that. When you spend on all things you want and need and can't pay the bills, then you're stressed and going into coping mechanisms that are tamping your frequency and keeping you in lower emotions. It's keeping you believing the false programming of scarcity and lack. It keeps your mind churning on what you will do, how you will come up with it, what the 10 steps are, and focused in future tense instead of in your wild present tense. It takes you out of your creative channel out of your divine feminine intuition and you forget you're you are supported and surrounded with your guides and angels and on a destined path that while challenging is truly magical it's an adventure it shuts you down to approaching life playfully the second question we live by in light goddess are you approaching life playfully everything else is a lie and it doesn't mean sans challenge so here's the proof of, of that. Have you ever been to a funeral or in the hospital waiting to find out if someone's okay? And you and your family and friends are talking and someone says something or even brings up a memory of the person. And when they were being so silly or goofy and everyone starts laughing and maybe crying a little and laughing again. Even the hardest things can have joy and connection and so much love. Other ways to deal with stress right now spiritually is energy medicine. Learn energy medicine for yourself. There's a ton of techniques or get with a friend that does it that can teach you and share some techniques with you. 
One way is to get a pendulum. After you reach a certain level of consciousness or um, frequency or energy um, connection, it doesn't really work anymore. <laughs> um, but at first, it works amazing. So using a pendulum, and you can make one yourself at home with a rock that has a hole in it and a piece of string, or you can buy an inexpensive one at a gym store. Um, so... Uh, you and and start and you ask you ask spirit show me my yes and the pendulum will move a certain way that's your that's the movement it does for a yes and you ask spirit show me my no and the pendulum moves and that's the the way it moves when you when it's a no answer and start asking yes or no questions and do it on low risk shit do it on whether you want tacos or not you know don't do it on the big stuff right away get that comfort with it get that connection to it you can use your body like a pendulum i don't recommend putting your hand on your heart because there is it's like there's a there's a disconnect there um but you just stand uh, with your hands at your sides and ask to be shown your yes and your body will move forward or back ask to be shown your no and your body will move forward or back ask because you don't want to assume that forward is yes and back's no um and then you, you know which direction is your yes and which direction is your no. And then use your body as the pendulum and ask. So those are ways to begin tapping into your intuition when the mind is kind of taking over too busy or you just can't hear your intuition or get into your heart or feel connected enough to what's inside. So those are a couple of ways to start implementing into your life. Connect with other women that do energy medicine and trade your skills or ask for their support. And like Goddess, we do energy medicine. I just shared two techniques with you to begin working with. Um, we do it as needed. And you learn techniques. We can get bogged down in the Matrix world and the 3D traffic and box stores for getting the real world of spirit everywhere around us, through us, and in all things suffused. Forgetting that we are energetic beings, spiritual beings. All the ascension symptoms and the aches and pains, the ringing in the ears, the night sweats, the tingling sensations are your nervous system changing to be able to handle higher consciousness. So our bodies must actually change, our nervous systems much, must actually change to be able to handle the higher levels of frequency. So you may have gone through this already in 2020 or years ago or are going through it now. And it's okay. It's all okay. Remembering that we are energetic beings and that we need to clean our energetic fields consistently just as much as we need to clean our ass crack. It is not hard. It is not just another thing in your to-do list. It is an important part of your self-love and self-care. When you look at yourself as a burden to do what you need to do for you, then what message are you sending to yourself? That you're not worth it to take care of you, to take time for you. Part of the childhood abuse that I went through was my family always acting like I was a bother, a burden, a pain, annoying, I'm interrupting. And it was in a hundred little, it was in a hundred overt and then also in subtle unspoken ways. And it has only been the last two years that I've been breaking myself of the habit of saying, I'm just going to do this really quick because it was like this vestige of healing that because when we do healing, it's a spiral. It's a Fibonacci, you know, spiral, right? It's, it's up the spiral. It's a corkscrew. It's not a linear thing. And it's also not a circle. It's a spiral where you keep hitting 
other notes of that same issue until it's healed completely, until there's no emotional charge, until there's no trigger, until it really is healed. And one of the little vestiges was like little things I would say, like, I'm just going to do this real quick. I'm hurrying up, you know, and it's like, whoa, what's that? No, I'm going to take the time. I'm going to go grab this from my car and you can wait (laughs) person with me. You know, it was just this little tick that I, you know, began to notice and was like, I'm not doing that anymore. So I had to catch it and catch it and keep changing it and, and just take a breath and give myself the time I needed to do what I needed to do. Um, and you know, where do things like this show up in your life? Um, I've healed these patterns and the subconscious programming and, um, you know, I take the time for self-care and valuing that as not only necessary, but non-negotiable. And it's an act of subversive self-love because the overculture perpetuates just work 80 hours a week. You know, the overculture perpetuates, if you're not making enough money, then surely it's because you need to work harder or more or find the exact right technique. All of that's a spell, and spells are real. And it's not that someone has a power over you and says something and now you're under a spell. It is that you have subconscious programming already from past lives, from your first seven years, from everybody's beliefs around you growing up that was internalized. You have all the interjects internalized and the messaging from the culture, movies, TV, everything around you. And all of that reinforces the programming that you already have and the beliefs that you already have in your subconscious. It makes it stronger. It reinforces the narrative. That's not your own narrative that you consciously chose about life, about money, about living, right? It reinforces a narrative that has benefits for who exactly. It's really important to reflect upon the narratives that you're adhering to in every part of your life, no matter how you know small or not, not a not a problem that they seem, who does it benefit? Does it benefit your spirit, your soul's mission, your consciousness, your happiness, your effective ability to function in the world and be happy and joyful? Who's, who does it benefit? You are not taking too much time to do the essential self-care and self-love to do the energetic house cleaning, the physical nurturance to your body temple into your spirit. Spiritually approaching stress means that you care for your spirit as well. When are you playing? When are you free from a dictated schedule that is not run on intuition and flow? When are you getting time in trees, beach, snow, sunshine, fresh air? When are you having time to simply be, to simply read a book, to peruse your own library of books and color and paint, and play with the kids or the animals. Not because you should, but because you are free and able to wander. This is how your spirit is uplifted and nourished and cherished and considered. Are you cherishing your spirit? You do not have a soul. You are soul. You have a personality and a body. The personality, the thoughts, feelings, and physicality are only the vehicle for the soul part of the work we do as radical light goddesses is purifying our vehicle for our soul's highest expression and our soul actually coming through as being what we're actually living right 
and alleviating ourselves of all the stuff that drags us down that is from past lives and from health stuff, body stuff, and from subconscious beliefs. This is what we're really doing. How are you getting out of your mind and running your life from your heart? This is so important to deal with stress, is to get out of the mind. We think the mind is how we do things, how we figure things out, how we run our life, when the opposite is truth. Here are three ways to get out of the mind. One, you got to recognize you're in it. If you're questioning, figuring, judging, you are in the mind. And you're not going to find a solution or an answer. You might think you do. You find something that appeases you and you move on, right? And then you go to the next thing and you're happy for a minute. And you go to the next thing and then your mind gets another ridiculous narrative or story or, or thought or issue that it's churning on. And then it's back to like, oh, I got to you know, figure this out again. Or this is bothering me or da 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 da, da. There's this drama. And then you find something that appeases the mind. You know, it's just constant, like just trying to appease the ego or the mind. So when you notice that, just get out of it. Just like, okay, no, I'm not doing that. I don't have to go there. Every time you notice it and then just stop with that whole train of thought, with that whole story, you're lessening its hold upon your consciousness. And it takes doing that over and over and over, but it does decrease its hold upon you. And you will begin to see that there's a field of thoughts that streams into the consciousness. You know, the thoughts aren't you. You're not your thoughts. Thoughts are actually things, and they're, they're in a field, and you connect to them. So it's just like these thoughts aren't you. They're not yours, right? So number two, how to get out of your mind. Sink into your heart. But how? Use your breath and breathe through your heart as if it were a lung. So that's one way. You can also notice the sensations in your body and breathe. That's another way to get out of your mind. You can focus on a chakra and imagine the color getting brighter and clearer and more beautiful, glowing. So that's another way. Ask yourself how you feel and answer with a feeling, with a feeling word, not a thought. (laughs) Not all the thoughts about how you think you feel, but a feeling word and notice where that feeling is in your body and breathe and listen to what your inside needs you to hear so that's another way slow down not outside which is apt but inside yourself slow it all down nothing is on fire and you didn't come into this life to just act out to-do lists to work as a slave for someone else's agenda that is calibrated at what level of consciousness exactly (laughs) you know slow it all down let go of what you think you gotta do right now with all this yearness energy this whole year all year you can either get frazzled or you can soar into higher consciousness higher domains and realms and greater awakening and spiritual connection it will be more important than ever this year to take care of your nervous system to take care of your body temple to take care of your energy field and your spirit No matter how much time it takes, you need to be here and present and able to do anything that you want to get accomplished. You need to be here. Anything that you want to get accomplished, you have to be here for it. You have to be vibrant. Not some sloppy version of yourself that is dragging from one moment to the next, but the vibrant and vivacious, happy you. You have to be here for anything to ever get done. 
The third way is to run your life from your heart. Connect to your guides, your angels, and your soul and spirit. Yes, meditation, but also through sound healing, chanting, painting, drumming, dancing, silence, salt baths, even journaling and reading can do this. Just talking to them and connecting and imagining. All of these are ways to connect into the truth of your spiritual help and your own soul. One of the things to remember is that we as coaches and healers ourselves, conceptually we get this, but are you experientially and um, applicationally applying this to your life and doing it for yourself? I do all these things myself. I notice when I'm not doing it because I'm so out externally geared helping and then I have to come back in because I really uh, work to be helping coaching from within myself not from going out of myself and it's a you know a work a thing I'm working at at the moment and so I'm doing all of this work with you and sometimes I realize I'm not and I'm like okay what's what do I need to do to support myself right now what what do I do need to do to take care of myself where am I at with my emotions what needs to happen And so we have to realize that sometimes we are not doing our own work. There's so much in this episode to help you deal with stress and connect into what is true and real. So refer back to this episode as needed throughout the year. You can put it in your saves, share it with a friend that could use it. There's another powerful episode coming tomorrow. And for now, I'm sending you so much love. If you want to get into an astrological consultation with me, you can book that at lifecoachjude.com by clicking the green button at the top of the webpage. Or you can click one of the purple buttons, I believe, throughout the uh, site to get into a goddess call to have a conversation about coaching and being in a different place in three months. The coaching program is three months, and it's powerful, and we use your chart to navigate the transits, what's happening for you, um, how everything's affecting you personally in your chart, and uh, why there's difficulties, why there's issues, and um, and um, and how to move through them with grace, and also how to leverage the energies for the maximum benefit. Um, when to take when to take steps and risks, when to hold back for a minute. We look at all of that. So it's incredibly powerful to get your brain coach to learn to have the emotional skills to be a spiritual badass leader in this world and really to bring your light and um, to bring the divine feminine out of suppression into the forefront and into um, you know the leadership and the other half um, of humanity that's been missing, right? So I'm sending you so much love. I will talk to you next episode. Hey, goddesses, this has been the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. And if you would like to apply for the Light Goddess program that is all over at lifecoachjude.com, click the button and we will talk. If you'd like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, that is over at lifecoachjude.com. 